On this episode, we discuss games as political statements. Welcome to Low Earth Orbit, Episode 9. On this episode, we discuss games as political statements. To that end, we're going to review three games. The first, Black Bar, by Nevin Morgan and James Moore. A second, Republia Times, by Lucas Pope. And finally, Papers, Please, also by Lucas Pope. Before we dive in, I'm going to give a little bit of background on each of these games. Black Bar is an iPhone game in which you play a character in a dystopian world that is corresponding with uh, a friend, and all of your messages pass through the Department of Communication, which censors uh, certain words out of the messages, and your job is to fill in these empty, these blacked-out or black-barred words. Uh, so this first game is very much about censorship. The second game is about propaganda. Uh, Republia Times, you, in which you play an editor of a newspaper, and your job is to place articles that will both uh, improve loyalty to the, to the not very popular government at the same time while increasing your readership. And finally, Papers, Please is very much about bureaucracy. In that game, you play an immigration inspector, and you need to go and check people's papers as they, they immigrate into this very sort of Soviet-type country in the 1980s. So those are games, and uh, we'll start with Justin. What do you think? Uh, I think of the three games, um, I think I liked them in, in order. I think I liked Papers, Please the most. And then I think I liked Republic Times. And then Black Bar. And to be fair, Black Bar, I've only played like 20 minutes before we recorded this podcast because I honestly kind of forgot about it until just today. So I don't, I can't really say I have a totally informed opinion, but of, of the three of them, I think Papers, Please is the best. And Republic Times is great in its own way. And Black Bar is, is third. Um, but no, I thought they were all great. And I think that, you know, uh, I would love to hear you guys' opinions in a minute about, you know, whether or not games can be an effective way to deliver, you know, like a political message or like, you know, how they can sort of deliver like that kind of serious topic through gameplay. So, but I, I liked all of them, but I definitely think Papers, Please is the best. Scott? Uh, yeah, it's interesting. I, so we should probably just, I don't, I don't know if we've mentioned so far that Republic of Times is potentially a very short game. Like oh, yeah. you can you can play some amount of it. I mean, you can get it just for what's happening in like four minutes or something like that. I mean, they're very quick rounds. Papers Please is a little bit longer, and then uh, Black Bars. I don't. I shouldn't say it's the longest, but it's the most kind of serial. There's stuff happening every way, everything yeah. along the way. For, for all, all three of them have, have multiple endings, so you can play through them multiple times and get different sort of yeah. different endings. And Black Bar definitely takes the longest to get through. Versus yeah. the other ones, you're sort of encouraged to do a number of rounds throughout a shorter game to go and see try different sort of you know endings. Right. So I, I mean, I get. I guess it's easier for me to just sort of play to talk about them in the order I play them. So Republic of Times I tried first because it's the easiest to jump into, and it's a very simple game. Um, and the other thing I, I don't know if it came up, but they're uh, Republic of Times and Papers, Please are both sort of retro visually, but retro styled. Republic of Times particularly is like old Mac, like 1984, one, one big graphics, yeah, <laughs> yeah, which is part of kind of its charm. Uh, but it also means it's, it's super simple. And um, Papers, Please is sort of like that, but it's kind of like the color era of Macs or like Apple 2GS or something like that. And then Black Bar is a modern, a modern game. Um, so I, I started with Papers, Please and. It was kind of fun, but I mean that it's you know it's, it was also made in forty eight hours as part of Ludum. Is it Ludum Dare? Is that how you say it? Ludum, Ludum, Ludum I'm Dare. Not sure. So it's it, yeah. I'll accept either. <laughs> <laughs> We've gone to Justin's the judge, and he says yes. So uh, yeah, so it's it's I mean it's a very simplistic game. It's sort of an interesting idea. I I'd probably stop short of saying I enjoyed it. Um, 
well, I mean, it was it was sort of fun. It's like a little you know mini game. Papers Please has surprised me. Uh, it was deeper than I thought it would be. There was more to it, um, and I I think I probably enjoyed it the most. But just to be fair, like Black Bar is so different than the other two that it, it's almost a little bit hard to put them in the same category and for me at least to kind of rank them relative to each other because one's like a word game. You know, Black Bar is a word game essentially, and uh, you know the other two are interaction. The, ultimately, I think I enjoyed Papers Please the most. Um, just because it would, it kind of caught me off guard. Um. Yeah, and uh, so I, I played all three of them, all the way through, actually, uh, some of them multiple times. The one, uh, it's funny that you mentioned that you like, that you weren't super crazy about Republic of Times. I love Republic of Times. It's one of my favorite games I've played in years. I played it all the way through multiple times. Uh, I just can't get over the genius of the endings. Um, just, uh, I, can't, I can't say how much I enjoyed that game. Uh, Papers, Please is probably my next favorite game. Uh, in that uh, I, I really liked the, you know, the cleverness of the political message and how that sort of was delivered, and I can go into that more in more depth soon. Um, but it, it's odd that it, like, part of the genius of it is the tedium of it, and so I had a hard time getting through it at first. Um, it's literally a game about filing papers. Exactly, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Black Bar, um, I, I got all the way through, and I put quite a lot of time into Black Bar, actually. In the end... I felt like it was the least effective of the three in delivering its political message, and we can talk about that. Why that is, you know, I, I, as a, as a word game, I enjoyed it. And that's why I finished it all the way through. Like, I like word games, but I didn't. I didn't think it was really effective as a, as a political message. Well, the other two, like I, I think they're so genius because of how how effective they were to me to delivering their message. So, before I go into that, why don't you why don't uh, Justin you talk about what you thought about those as as political messages? Yeah. So I thought that, um, and like I said, I had the least exposure to Black Bar, but between Papers, Please, and the Republic Times, I thought they were actually pretty effective in like conveying, you know, what I think was the messages they were trying to get across, right? So the Republic Times is, like you said, is definitely about propaganda and about, you know, how can the state influence the press and like how can the things get published in papers influence public opinion and like, you know, there's a the editorial process of deciding what goes into a publication can actually be sort of like a thing that gets manipulated. And I don't know. I thought that was effective and it was still a fun game. You know, I enjoyed playing it and there's like a skill aspect and like making sure you hit the targets you're supposed to hit in terms of readership or loyalty and stuff. But uh, yeah, I thought it was actually kind of effective and like just making you think at least for a few minutes about like, Oh, like the things that I read in the real world, like what thought process goes into choosing those things and what things am I reading and what things am I not reading you know, you know, who's making those decisions. And I think that's kind of, you know, I think somewhat part of the point of the game, right. Is that you, you have to think about those things is that some person somewhere is deciding what news you read and like, you know, how much do you trust them? Like, so I thought that was effective and papers, please. I thought was interesting in a different way because I don't know if it's supposed to make you like think about, you know, Oh, do I trust this person? But I think it's just supposed to make you think about, or at least the impression I got was that it makes you think about, you know, what this person's job must be like, right? Because if you ever like, you know, flown internationally and you show up at you know the foreign airport, or you come back to the states after visiting a foreign country, you have to go talk to some border agent who's going to like look at your passport, and they seem very disinterested, and they're like, you know, going through all this like stuff, and they ask you some questions, and they stamp your passport, and you go through. And to think about like, actually, there's a lot that kind of goes on in that little interaction, right? They have to like make sure, oh, does this picture look like you? Does the you know, does everything check out in terms of not being expired? Like, why are you here? Like, you know, do all the dates check out? Like, all this other stuff, and like. I don't know, I just thought it was interesting to see, like, you know, how much effort goes in just maintaining all of that bureaucracy, like you said, kind of. But, like, you know, just sort of, like, I don't know, there's a lot of things happening there, you know. And there's this, 
I mean, to the guy's credit, to uh, Lucas Pope's credit, like the way he designed the games, there's actually kind of two aspects. There's like the, you know, paperwork aspect where you have to sort of like, you know, hit all of these things, like check all this paperwork. But there's also sort of the incentive to go fast because you get paid, your character gets paid by the number of people that they, you know, audit, essentially. And so... And papers, please, not really... Papers, I mean, please. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, you know, you have an incentive to go quickly because that's how you're, like, paying to support your family. But you also have an incentive to be thorough because, you know, you get docked pay if you do a bad job. And so, like, having to balance those two things, I think, was an interesting dynamic. Yeah, like, I think the, the part of the genius of the game, really, is that tension. Yeah. I think it's exactly right. Like, a real a real yeah. Border Patrol, immigration sector kind of person has to weigh that tension all the time. Absolutely. And that's what I thought was really interesting is that, like, having to balance, like, the promptness of all of it versus the accuracy of all of it, I think, was totally totally well done I came away with a different appreciation of what those people have to do for a living so. yeah I think it's, it's you know like it's as I mentioned when I was playing it I, you know it's sort of tedious mm-hmm. so then there's, like, there's sort of this like, terrifying aspect of it like oh I don't want to be the person left person in who's going to be the suicide bomber right you know so this weird it's this bizarre and weird but in very much very realistic tension between like you know extreme tedium and like outright terror of like what if I let the wrong person through yeah. you know it's, Wait, it's, so did they so my experience was that when the parts of the game where, like, you get the suicide bomber and goes through the gates and it's like blows everybody up. At least in my experience, that wasn't because I got one of the details well, wrong. Later on in the game, it will be. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. So, and, there's, and there's also some interesting aspects. I mean, I don't know if this is getting spoilers or not, but there's a few parts in the game where, like, at the beginning of the day, it'll show you the newspapers. Like today's headline: So and so, famous athlete, is accused of murdering his wife. And then later on in the day, at your job, like that person will come through mm-hmm. your booth, and you have to like, what do you do? Like, you know, there's this guy who's just in the paper as you know evading the law, and he walks through your booth like trying to get to the country. Like, mm. you know, do you flag that person? Do you even recognize the name? Like, because part of the question too is like, did you read the paper and recognize this person's name in the news and recognize them when they came to your booth or not? Mm. Or there's a couple spots, at least in the part of the game that I played, where like you know somebody will come through and they'll say, hey, listen, you know my wife is with me and she doesn't have a valid passport, but you really need to let her through. And you kind of have to decide. It's like, well, do you? Well, if you don't let her through, she may be executed. Right. She goes back. Right. Yeah. And that's like this whole thing. It's like, well, we can't go back to our home country because we're in serious trouble. But she doesn't have the right paperwork to get to this country. So it's like, well, what do you do? Do you like get doctor pay to like let this person in, or do you decide to let them in even the, or do you decide not to let them in, even knowing that they're in serious trouble if you don't? But let with them in? but with the game, there's no there's no downside whatsoever to rejecting somebody other than you don't get paid for that person, right? So I don't, I don't know. Right, right, right. And this is kind of my thought on the the. I mean, I have some thoughts on the, about the gameplay stuff, which I don't know if we're kind of talking about both at the same time, but sure, maybe a little. Like the the political thing, I, th- I think it's interesting. So like. I think I had sort of the same reaction that Justin did, which is that um, it kind of, you know, at least for a few minutes, it made you think a little bit differently about, like, placement of newspaper articles and um, even more so, really, the papers, please, is, like, we're actually making you think about what the people are doing when they're looking at passports and kind of all that detail. Um, I think there is some risk with this kind of thing, like, the, the oversimplifying by design a lot of really subtle elements and complex elements about, like, border crossing and, like, newspaper placement and you know so the, i think it's an interesting idea and you know it was effective certainly the papers please and republic of times black bar is a little bit more of a story so it's 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 not as sort of like on the nose as the other two um but that's my only kind of tempered of my my enthusiasm for the approach which is that you know you just kind of have to go in understanding that like it, it's a simplified game mm-hmm. republic of times in particular 
and yes, it, it's in that simplified context, it's it's making a political statement, but it's also skipping a whole bunch of stuff that is really, you know, in the real world would matter. Um, I'd love to hear an yeah. example of what you mean, like it's skipping. Well, like the, the the wife is a perfect example, right? Like if she comes in, you know, the, the husband comes in, he's got all the paperwork and everything like that. Right. And he goes through. And then the wife comes in and he, and he even says, my wife is going to be right behind me. There's really no incentive for you as the gamer. Well, we should talk about this after, after the spoiler break. Because okay. have either, either you guys finished the game? I well, I, I died, <laughs> which I don't know. I mean, I, I played until I could not progress. Um, which, by the way, is if well, so, well, we should talk about this more in depth. Okay, okay, because okay. because I, I would dispute the, your statement that these decisions actually don't make a difference. Okay, so this is then this is sort of <laughs> dovetailing into the the gameplay part, which is that um, I, I kind of had. I mean, I have some issues with the way that that Republic of Times and Papers Please the game design works, like. Republic of Times, I, I must, I'm just not cut out for this game because <laughs> I don't understand what it is that it wants from me. I, my, my family always got killed every single time because it would, w- how it works is that it comes up occasionally. The rebels like put stuff in your newsfeed and they say, you know, go to thousand or thousand readers, negative 30% approval in, today or in mm-hmm. the next three days or whatever. And I, I was never able to figure out what the game was asking me to do. Like, cause you have to at, simultaneously satisfy the needs of the presidency or whatever it is. And these rebels, and I thought the game was telling me you should launch up your loyalty and readership, and then once the readership is high, cut it down as quickly as possible to avoid like having your family executed while still enabling the rebels. That has never worked for me. I tried variations on it, constantly died. Had basically, although over a more prolonged period of time, had basically the same experience with Papers Please, which was I was you know following the rules that the game set out. But because there's, you know, there's, and actually the, the smart part of the game design papers plays is that it ramps up the complexity mm-hmm. as it goes. It, it almost felt like this, like, Tetris kind of thing, you know, where it's like all these different things are, are you know, there, there's more and more elements you have to consider and it's kind of happening faster and faster in a way. Um, so it does that that really well. It does the ramping up of the, okay, now you need a ticket to get in. Now you need a pass to get in. Now you need to check this and check that. But, you know, eventually it was like, I, I can only do so many of these at a time. And... I, I was like, oh, well, it, it tells you your your child and wife are, are cold and they're dying. And it's like, well, I, I kind of don't know what else the game wants me to do other than just, like, batch process these people. Maybe that's the game. But I, it, I didn't get the feeling I was supposed to just pass people through because I was going to get citations and stuff like that. So with both of those games from that guy, Papers, Please, and Republic of Times, I, I, my wall that I hit with the game is I, I just didn't know what it wanted for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't know how to not let my family die in both games. Um, so that kind of prevented me from enjoying the game part of it to some degree. But, I mean, it sounds like you guys had different experiences. I'm really, if nothing else, maybe after spoilers, you can tell me how to proceed in the game <laughs> so that my family does not get killed in both of his games. By the yeah. way, real quick, I think it's awesome that the games cross over in universes. Yes. Like, oh, you have so, people from yeah. Republia visiting your Papers, Please yes. booth. Totally. Super cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think with the, uh, not really times, with Papers, Please, like you said, with the difficulty sort of ramping up or the complexity ramping up, yeah. I think totally part of the game yeah because like yeah like you said like at a certain point like oh well you can let in foreigners if they have a work visa yeah and then literally the next day it's like well you know well they can come in if they have you know a work ticket and yeah. it's not the same thing right and so the fact that the rules kind of keep yeah. changing which is fun i, I think, I it's, think fun. it's part of the yeah i think it's part of the fun and i think it's also part of like the message yeah. right is that like when you have this level of bureaucracy the rules do change out from underneath you, and it is hard for individual human to like keep up with the changing yeah. like sort of status quo. And that like 
mistakes happen. You know, people who shouldn't have gotten through get through. People who are supposed to get through don't get through because the rules keep changing so quickly. And, like, it's hard to keep up with all this stuff. It's kind of like a dark... I I think there's... I think an interesting, interesting aspect of it is as these rules get more complex, eventually you get to the point where, not too far into the game, where you get to go and take basically like uh, backscatter photographs of the yes. people. Yeah. And you can see their prints. And, and, th- and then you can start to abuse that and be like. TSA ish, by yeah, the way. Yeah, exactly. You can be like, well, you know, like one of the things you get penalized for is letting someone through who has the wrong gender. And those are people that are like, you know, they claim to be female, but they look like maybe they're male, and they're from their kind of poor picture and stuff. And then you're like, well, I could take a picture of them and so they're like underneath. Well, and you, know, you, can, you can always check. Like, you you can always click on the investigate thing, and the game will just flat out tell you no discrepancy found if it's actually male. That's yeah. true. I guess there's, just, there's no air, there's no penalty for being having more scrutiny. Yeah, exactly. Scrutiny. But the, but you you get to the point where you can you can make these checks without really like you know needing to. Although it's, you it's know, all just, super yeah. pixel, like just yeah, no, yeah. It's, it's, not like, it's not like yeah, it's not super detailed You're just at all. Sixteen bit graphics. Yeah, it's like you could tell one gender from the other, but that's about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe even then it's ambiguous. Yeah, totally. So, but no, no, but that that wasn't my complaint for the record. Like I, that part, I that was the fun part I had, mm, which was okay. that like, hey, there was all these different things, and you, it's almost like it was like a dark, like twisted version of Carmen San Diego, because you're like kind of doing same sort of stuff you know there's there's like it first off the graphics are very reminiscent of that era but also there's sort of like this in a weird twist away it's sort of like detective work kind of mm-hmm. um that was not my complaint my complaint was that like you kind of have as a gamer political message aside it's like well you can just blast through so that you get the money and then you kind of get docked for blasting through and it, it was just a weird it, it wasn't mm. forgiving enough for me to not be annoyed by that factor. Like, if they had just given you a little bit more money per day, and I realize that's part of the political message, but if they could be a little bit more money a day so I'm not, like, so I can actually play the game, Yeah, I think I would have liked that more than feeling like, I don't know what else you want from me, game. You know, like, so that after, you guys can tell me afterwards, like, what I was doing <laughs> wrong. Because I wanted to keep playing, but, by the way, the, because we're kind of, I think, missing Black Bar a little bit, Black Bar is crossword puzzle, and you you can't really lose it, you just may not be able to advance if you can't think of the word, for example, that you fill in. Yeah, that is a big difference, is that Black Bar is kind of like as your own pace sort of thing, whereas both Republic Times and Papers, Please have a very time-centric approach. Yeah. yeah. Where it's like, you there there's an urgency to the whole game. Yeah. But, but, but there's, there's a definite very strong parallel between Black Bar and Republic Times. Uh, even just in the basic narrative, like, Black Bar is basically... You're corresponding between, between the you know the, yourself and this friend of yours, but at a certain point, your friend becomes in danger, and the underground contacts you, mm. and begin, you know, in the very same way that the Republic of Times, the underground, like the resistance, yeah. contacts you, and, and, and even you know, in the format of that, like whether you trust them or not, you know, is is a big part of both games, and um, I, I I was kind of really struck by how similar those were, but how. How I felt like Republic of Times was so much more effective in conveying its message. Like in, in Black Bar, uh, there's this odd sort of you know, situation where you know it's blocking out all these words you need to get fill in, right? But the words that it blocks out are not always necessarily the ones that like really correspond to what the what the what the you know Department of Communication would really censor. Yeah, they're really optimized towards what is the most difficult, you know difficult thing for you to actually like yes. uh, guess. You know, and the, and the nature of it to, to, to its credit changes significantly throughout the game. And it's very clever how they do different kind of twists on how the, the kinds of puzzles and stuff. And they're really you know inventive you know fun puzzles to figure out. But the problem is that again it, you know the 
just because that it makes it fun, doesn't make it very realistic for the point of the, of the story. And so I was constantly felt I felt distracted by like, wow, like this doesn't make any sense at all for the problem to be censoring this thing. He's just doing this because it's like the more fun puzzle to fill out. So I, I was I was entertained by the puzzles, but it, it actually sort of detracted from the overall story. Whereas I felt like both the Republic of Times and Papers Please managed to do a really good job of making their kind of central sort of game mechanics make sense for the political message, you know. Yeah, totally. And in the end of, of Black Bar, like, I enjoyed it as a as a word game, but. Uh, you know, there were kind of two problems. One problem was that the, you know, the the guessing didn't really, like, reinforce the political message. Another thing is that it was, it's really very much like the game we, re- we reviewed recently, Gone Home. It's about a story. You follow the yeah. story all the way through. And if you care about the characters, it's probably, like, as I did for Gone Home, it's probably a lot more effective. In this case, I didn't care about these characters <laughs> at all. Yeah. So at the end, I'm like, okay, well, that's, I guess that's the end of the game. Like, I, you know, uh, it's okay, you know, but, like, I didn't really buy into their stories. I didn't really get emotionally involved. But do you think, how much that i mean at least for me a lot of the emotional impact of gone home was hearing the voices do you think that is that i mean if you were to try to figure out why i mean i feel feel like he he did a good job uh or the the two creators of the game did a good job on like giving the the different you know uh authors of the letters a voice Mm -hmm. you know and so i feel like it it should have made more of a difference Mm -hmm. i think definitely i mean the voice the voice acting and gone home looked at a whole other level maybe that was effective as well but i felt like this the the story in in black bar was in some sense just too familiar and too generic and not you know of a, of a you know like you know person in a dystopian future mm-hmm. and they realize that, that that this thing that signed up for isn't really really what they want to do and they're aiding this you know this you know uh very sinister government when they right. didn't really mean to and, and it felt very sort of predictable and the whole story wasn't it kind of followed exactly how I thought it would go, and it ended. And I was like, well, okay, I guess exactly what I imagined. The one thing I'll say about Black Bar is that purely as a game game, uh, at least for me, I found it very, like getting the right answers is very satisfying. Oh, like, absolutely. Absolutely. Un- unlike, I mean, maybe my problem with Republic of Times is I'm just playing it wrong, but it, my experience is basically it was the amount of time before I died was the, you know, my playthrough of that. Papers, Please is interesting. It's like, you know, when you're succeeding at the game, at least how far through I got on it, there's no real reinforcement of good job other than people aren't dying. But with Black Bar, it kind of flips that around. It's a more traditional game in the sense that I, I'm young. I'm sitting there for like 30 seconds trying to think of this word. And it's like, I finally think of the word. And there's like this, you know, it, it's... Uh, yeah, I, I agree that the actual game mechanic was, was in some ways more satisfying than Black yeah. Bar. But the, the other thing too about, just going back to Black Bar and, and versus Holy at Times, I feel like the kind of message that Black Bar was trying to get across was about censorship. Was not one that like I could kind of connect with as well. Yeah, like, I actually knew this lady from South Africa when she was talking about she was growing up there in the seventies. How they would, she would get newspapers delivered to their doors, mm-hmm. and they would have big like big like entire stories or portion stories would be blacked out. Mm. She was a little girl. Was like like why? And she kind of like grew up this way. It's like well, this is always weird. Kind of kind of weird, but didn't think too much about it, you know. And eventually, she you know, and, you know when she after she left South Africa and, and understood what was going on, she was they were censoring all this stuff out. But it, you know, she didn't as a you know someone growing up there. She didn't really understand what was going on and think it was all that weird, you know. Um, versus like that sort of very literal censorship doesn't something I, that like I've really experienced my, in my life. But like, and for probably at times, like the the whole choice of like how things are placed in papers and what stories are highlighted, mm-hmm. it rung home so much. Particularly having parents who say you know only watch Fox News because it's already like you know all has too much of a media like liberal media bias itself, but it's the only one that you could really watch because it's you know the least you know. The least left-wing media, you know, show you can watch, you know, yeah. and then you know, then then be able to like watch, you know, like read other news outlets that they're on the other side of the spectrum, you know, and like really like being having like experienced how like the 
collection of stories can really make a huge difference on how like how the world is is portrayed to you, you know. And that cut home so much more to me than the sort of black blacking out and black bar, where I was like, yeah, I, I get it, but it doesn't. It I, seems it doesn't really hit it home. So I have a question. I, I, so obviously, Papers Please is is sort of supposed to be uh, Berlin, right? I mean, East and West Berlin, right? Am I? Uh, that's probably not. I, mean, I don't think it's like. I think trying to. You could probably play it that way, and it probably wouldn't be a huge deal. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's trying too hard. I think it's convenient for his storytelling that mm-hmm. it works out that way, but I don't think it's supposed well, to Well, because like they it. talk about, isn't it East and West in that city? East whatever. and West, like, wrestling or something. I don't know. Yeah. I, I think it's supposed to be sort of like, oh, I get what you're going for sort of thing, but not like a crucial part of the storytelling. Yeah. Sort of so, but I, I think it's I, – I, maybe maybe it's just sort of for convenience and having latitude with the creative element. But I think mm-hmm. it's funny that, like, you know, the, the first-person shooters – um, we'll actually call out like World War II shooters in oh, particular. Sure. It's like you are killing Nazis. Like right. they're they're really on you know very direct about which there's no like simulated like something that sounds like Nazi Germany, right? right. It's just full on. And it's funny, you know, with our limited subset of things actually, with the political ones, like I, I don't know what the decision making process is, but you know, if you're going to make a political message, you know, why not actually just call out like North Korea or like mm. you know I, maybe it is for the creative element. Well, but, I, but I feel like I mean. By making like Republic of Times, which is very much set in this kind of like, uh, you know, maybe communist, something, you know, maybe dictatorship. It's, un- it's unclear where, you know, exactly where it's set, but like, you don't really know. I mean, in fact, but, but the fact is, that it actually can, applies very yeah, broadly. You know, and I think if it was, if it was yeah. set too narrowly, you could be, oh, you know, North Korea, yeah, they're terrible, <laughs> you know, true, there, right. as opposed to like, wow, this is this could be the United States, you know? right? Yeah. yeah, I think that's I think that's one of the points. I think it could. I, my feeling is that it's it's two things together. One is that. It may just be Lucas Pope's personal style that he just yeah. wants to make up a fake country. And it also, I think, is, yeah, like you said, that by choosing um, fictional things, it's much easier to imagine your own country substituted right. for whatever it is. But when you specifically call it a real country. That's a great point. Yeah. yeah when it's specifically North and South Korea, they're like, oh, North South Korea. Or when it's specifically East and West Germany, like, oh, those Germans. But, you know, when it's a, <laughs> but when it's a fictional country. We love our German listeners. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but when it's a fictional country, you know, then you can sort of mentally sort of do the gymnastics. It's easier to do the mental gymnastics to get to the point where you're like, oh, I wonder how this applies to my country. Yeah. When it's not a real country. That's fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's probably, I think, part of it. Yeah. Um, but plus you couldn't have the... Uh, the crossing universe thing of a republican yeah exactly which i love i'm like yeah. oh, i totally know your country i, I make the paper there yeah, yeah. <laughs> i love that part too <laughs> yeah. but but so before we go full-on spoilers what what to you because you i mean you said this was one of your favorite games ever or? in recent memory okay so can, can you elaborate like, it has what? to do with the ending Oh, okay. right. well, so I, I, I can't talk. I, yeah, I mean, okay. like it was, it was one of those that, where the ending was so satisfying okay. that yeah. it, like, it, you know, more than made up for any deficiencies in the game up until then. Are there any? Are there any kind of without going full, you know, describing exactly what happens? Is there any change in the way? Because it for me, it was just like I mean, part of the problem that I actually had with probably times is like it, it's random as far as the things that you're provided to put in the newspaper. Sort of, but they they. At, at least some semi-random, yeah, right? Yeah. But they penalize you pretty heavily in the game, implicitly, if you can't satisfy the request, right? So if you're trying to... Restrict it. Yeah, so, I mean, I we guess... We talk about that in this book, okay. if you want, yeah? yeah so, be- I guess before we get into... <laughs> so, before we get into full... Sorry, I didn't mean to get, like... No, no, that's, that's great, yeah. So, before we get into full-on spoilers, let's just, like, let's just... Yes or no, like, the central question, which is that, can video games be an effective way to deliver a political message? Yes or no? Steve? Absolutely, yes. Scott? 
I think I'd say yes. Yeah, I would say yes too. So I, I thought we were all in agreement just based on our discussion. Yeah. I just wanted to like throw it out there because I think that you know there may be some debate. It's kind of like this sort of in the same vein of like can video games be art sort of thing that I think people kind of rehash every now and then. This is like you know can games be an effective way to talk about about politics, right? So yeah. it sounds like we're all on the same page. But I, was, I just think it's an interesting concept to think about like how they can be vehicles for talking about that kind of stuff well and in, in, in particular i mean so black bar they the black bar versus the the other two they flip the the equation right because in in papers plays and probably at times you are the censor yes right and black bar you're sort of the recipient of the censoring right um so i think yeah that was that for me was effective because they, they basically growing up you know watching movies or whatever where you you see sort of these these um authoritative uh or repressive regimes mm. like you're always like oh those are those guys but when you're in the game put in the position of like hey you need to do this or your family's gonna die then yeah it makes you actually yeah. think through it's that. like now, now i'm the, the guy right i'm the guy yeah <laughs> uh yeah and i, I was particularly well, entertained and there's people. a little there's a little bit of that in black bar because your friend it works at the, at the very department that is the yeah. censoring and so you get a little bit sort of through her but it's much more it's much more powerful when you are the one yeah yeah by the way the, the when you were mentioning gone home the one thing is that i think part of the way you get more attached to the gone home characters is that there's a bunch of things that happen. There's quite a bit of lead up, you know, at least conceptually, if not a number of hours. Um, there's backstory that happens before anything really like lands and gone home. And you're like walking through this house that looks like your house. And, you know, so there's, you can kind of already kind of feel similar to the characters in gone home, which is like versus black bar. You just kind of dumped in the middle of it. And you're like, I don't know who I am. I don't know who this other person is. So it's a little bit harder to have an emotional connection. I think. That's yeah, right. and definitely the world of that is like you said. You know, the the home in Black and Gone Home could be yours. Right. The world of of Blackwater is very not very much not <laughs> the world that any of the three of us live in. Thank <laughs> it's yeah. very much more totalitarian and yeah. you know bleak. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That about wraps it up. Now we're going to go on to our uh, spoiler segment of the show. Um, but before we do, we just want to remind you to please send your feedback to feedback at lowearthorbit.fm. You can also follow us on Twitter at Low Earth Show. And uh, please uh, leave, leave a rating and review on iTunes. It really helps us uh, get discovered by other listeners. And now on to the spoilers. Uh, okay, so please, so here, here's my deal. Every time, well, Papers, Please was the most most uh, humbling one because I would, I was, I would do the thing where I build up initially ask you to do thirty percent loyalty. The, the presidency or paper plates or public times. Sorry, yes, they're both paper involved. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Republic times. It would say, okay, here's your job. Get to thirty percent or twenty percent loyalty is the thing it asks you to do first, and then once you get to like thirty, it says, okay, we're going to stop monitoring you so closely. I never saw any difference with that really. I never saw them not monitor you. But then, pretty quick after that, or, or kind of in the same time period, the rebels will send you a little message and they say. You know, we can save your your family. You gotta, you know, sow unloyalty into the government or something yeah. like that. And pretty quickly they say, have a thousand readers and then negative thirty rating for a thousand readers. And no combination of stuff I did ever got me even remotely near that. Oh, really? When so, I would always have my family killed. So the trick I discovered, which made it much easier when I figured it out, is that the government oversight is only sensitive. To the day-to-day change, yeah. but they are not generally sensitive to the overall political opinion. Okay. So if you can get the loyalty down, mm-hmm. but not too much at any given day, mm-hmm. then you're totally in the clear. So okay. there's some there's some trick to like you know generally there's always like 
a negative article and some positive articles and some neutral articles. Mm-hmm. And I can't, I could not off the top of my head tell you what it is, but there's some trick where it's like, well, the thing you want you to do, do certain, you do a certain size of one and a certain size of the other and a certain size of another, mm-hmm. and you'll lose almost exactly like 10% loyalty. Mm-hmm. And that's like right at the limit of how much you can lose before the government just executes your family. Ten points or ten percent? Ten points, I guess. Okay. Or Not ten. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you start at thirty, and you can lo- you can lose ten, and the government would be like, "Well, we're unhappy, but you're fine." And you yeah. lose another acceptable, 10. Or right? Yeah. You lose another ten, and like, "Well, we're still unhappy." And you lose another ten, and they're like, "Well, we're definitely still unhappy." But if, as long as you only lose like ten or so yeah. points per day. You can get all the way to negative 30, and they won't do anything. Really? But if you lose 15 in a day, you're screwed. Huh. So you have to, like, really walk the line and sort of be like, well, if I only lose a certain – if you boil the frog real slowly, yeah. then you can get all the way down to negative 30, and they won't <clears throat> kill your family. But okay. you just have to do it at just the right speed, and then you're totally in the clear. Hmm. Huh. So I, I didn't actually, like, discover that. Like, I, I, my strategy was, was always to – I need to get my leadership up, so I always put my leadership up with you know weather articles and sports articles, yeah. and other things, like celebrity and articles, articles. Oh, yeah, and, so and then just, and then I always just do a little bit of you know it's either pro or con for the government, you know, because yeah. my game goal is to get the readership up, and so I must have just never had that you know, greater than ten uh, loyalty difference per day, because yeah. um, I never I never actually experienced that part of it. I just like as soon as, soon as I need to get the put the well, I played it twice once once where I didn't aid the rebels, once where I did. Oh. Um, and either time did I have any trouble with the government executing me because of a dramatic change on a single day. Mm. Um, but I guess my strategy generally involves, you know, de-emphasizing the political articles as a whole for the most part. And so I probably didn't move that much. I think maybe my problem was that I underestimated what the, the sort of the subtlety of the game was. Because the impression I got, and this is just my fault for misreading it, is that because it was made in 48 hours, because it has this extremely simplistic graphics, and realistically, unless something changes... You should tell me if it does. The articles are basically the same all the time. So it, to me, it suggested, like, I had to be pretty blunt with my execution of ideas. I didn't feel like subtle strategies like that, like the thing that apparently works. Mm. I, I never got the impression that that would help. And I, I thought I had tried things like that, but apparently I didn't. Um, I guess I would wish that the the game would have told me, hinted me a little bit that that would work, rather than just sort of infinite trial and error. Mm. Uh, but it was made in 48 hours, so it's a little bit hard to be too hard on it. But, yeah, yeah. Um, but the, the, my favorite thing about the game, which is why I love it so much, so I, I did it once all the way through. Yeah. And since we're giving spoilers, you know, if you do it all the way through, eventually the government decides, oh, well, you know what? Newspapers are a relic of the past. Everyone's <laughs> on the internet anyway, so. That happens when you die, too. Yeah, yeah. so you don't really need it anymore, so they execute you and your family. Yeah. So it didn't really, you know, you know trying to try, you know, doing, trying to do a good job with the paper doesn't really save you and your family. If you instead aid the rebels, yeah. who, who claim to go to death of to save your family, well, unfortunately, they fail saving your family, so your family still dies. But they reward you for your loyalty by putting you in charge of the new Democratica Times. What? And they provide you with a new family. Oh, my God. However, you know, the, this new Democratic the Democratic Republic of, uh, or this new Democratic Republia, or Democratic version of Republia, is kind of unstable. The government, people aren't really loyal to this new government yet, so they're going to keep your new family safe until you prove your loyalty uh, so it's to, animal farm. Yes, yes. <laughs> to, to the new government. Yes. And then the game hurts exactly over again, but this time it's the Democratic at times. That's yeah. pretty genius. And I'm just like, I, I just love, because I feel like so so often, in, 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 in the real world, <laughs> governments are overthrown, this new government's put in place, and it's all Oh, it's gonna be great, and you know, and then it falls into the same thing again. Like Egypt's kind of in this state right now, you know, like you know, where it's like, ah, uh, you know, <laughs> not to name Egypt. Egypt. <laughs> we love all Egyptian, you know, listeners, by the way. If but we have I mean, some, I'd like, like to hear that. That'd be awesome. <laughs> but I feel like it's just, it's just, it's just. I, I thought it was so poetically genius. Did you, like, uh, b- by the way? Um, oh, yeah. 
the I, I know you haven't seen Futurama. I know you've seen Justin has seen fair amount of Futurama episodes. Did yeah. you see the episode? So the, the one of the smart things about Futurama is very often there's sort of like the surface level story, and there's sort of like a hint at something else going on, and occasionally it's sort of political. Sure. But did you see the one where it was basically the water people? I don't think I did. So, super quick summary is that they, they for Steve's benefit, they, they run a delivery company. So, they go to a planet where everybody's made of water, but they don't know this going in. So, Fry, the main character, Billy West, uh, he, he goes and he drinks the bottle of water. It's a desert planet. So, he drinks the bottle of water and he has drank the emperor. <laughs> and then, but so what happens is you get further. So, he's like, you know, it's the emperor's like, hey, in his stomach. <laughs> But the funny thing is that their method of, like, assassination is drinking each other. So he's... And, and it, 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 there's such quick turnover that, like, there's a new emperor every, like, 48 hours or something. So he's walking down the... And, but you don't know this at the beginning of the episode because you're, you're walking down the, the pathway and it's, like, 800 paintings of, like, all the emperors. And, like, he was drank by the next guy. He was drank by the next guy. And uh, so, so Fry is walking down the, the hallway... And like all of a sudden, like this little these little eye slits open in the in the uh, wall, and then a straw comes out and like hits him on the shoulder. And there's a guy trying to like drink him. Obviously, he's a human, <laughs> so he's like, "Cut it, cut it out." So it's just this really funny, like you know, little hilarious little moment there. Anyway, yes. I just really want to mention that. But um, uh, kind of in the you know the constant turnover thing is yeah. I was loosely connected. There's <laughs> an opportunity. Here's a, here's an opportunity for me to tell this joke. Sorry, you're yeah. <laughs> got it. Just pretend. Just pretend. Uh, but okay, so that's interesting. I, I you know I like the game more knowing that. Um, I I don't know. So Papers Please is interesting. So I, I'm really curious how far from the end I was. I guess I mean because I I was basically at the point where. I was doing the fingerprints, and they keep amping up the, yeah. the things you have to do. So I was doing the fingerprints. I got the body scan thing. I got the detain button, mm-hmm. which I'm still not really sure if there's some, like, you know, backlash from using that. I couldn't really tell. I'm sure eventually there is. Okay. Um, and I, th- I think I'm trying to remember what the most recent thing was that I had done. I, a bunch of those things. So I'm really curious. You mentioned that if you let a terrorist in or something like that, you would be held accountable, or you could figure out who the terrorist was. Well, no, no, no. I mean, so, so one thing you can start doing is you can, if you if you agree to start letting people through who maybe shouldn't be through, yeah. Like for one, I mean, for one thing, they'll start bribing you, yeah. And you can use that money to feed oh, your I did kids. Get that. I did get that, and yeah, like, yeah. so they won't in your family, so they won't die. So, like, it, it turns out, like, as far as I can tell, I, mean, I haven't played it extensively, but I played it a few times. You know, uh, that like the only way to win is not to go and stick to the, by the books. You can never go fast enough. You know, to go and get everyone uh, through. You have to go and aid, let people through and sort of, you know, aid these people and let them, like, sort of slip money under the under the, under the the counter for you and stuff um, so that you can actually keep your family alive if that's your goal. But the and, thing is, I whenever, like, there was never a point where I, I, I always got, like, you know, I'm, I'm, what is it, the citation. Mm, yeah. Like, but I don't mean, see how that's but, possible. But you, can, you have to three citations per day, right? Oh, I, I didn't fun. see, nobody told and me like that. like, your first or second citation doesn't actually dock your pay. Yeah. It's only, the, it's only, like, your third citation and I should start taking it. But yeah. how did, so does it, does it net still gain? Like, if, I saw one guy offer me $10. I'm thinking, like, well, okay, so I get a citation. It's like, how will that... Well, but if, 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 you keep, if you keep letting people through, they're going to keep amping up how much they are willing to go and you know offer you yeah. and stuff, you know. So like you know, become oh. known as sort of the corrupt border crossing guard. So uh, how did you? I mean, maybe I was just thinking in term of too much too much in terms of a game, but like what suggested to you that would be a good strategy? Because I, maybe you were willing to put up with more trial and error, but like all I saw was every single time, and maybe this is sort of the political message, but every single time I accidentally let somebody through. 
like the game's like basically you're gonna we're gonna kill your family i was like well okay i guess i can't really but it was, was it that extreme because like i mean usually i yeah there'd be citations well, i had no money at all. to start i mean it barely well, had yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't I, I just never saw an opportunity for me to and again this is maybe the political message but there was not even enough money for me to pay for heat ever ever mm. so I, I feel like just even playing by the just you know totally straight lace yeah. like always following the rules yeah. i feel like you can almost break even most of the time I, if you yeah. actually if like if you uh, actually uh, get fairly quick at sorting through the people i yeah. feel like you can you, you can't quite which i think is part of the point yeah but you can get 90 percent of the way there i think to you, actually like you're like faster at this than i was <laughs> yeah you just kind of zip through them really quick you know and just sort of like you can actually kind of get to like a decent pace but i think that like yeah to actually like be successful successful i think yeah you have to start taking like money under the tables what is what is the stripper thing pan out like they keep I dropping you I don't know. stripper yeah. tokens yeah i don't actually know but there's there was one point and to be fair i didn't actually buy the whole game i played the beta or whatever it was yeah. but like there's the, there was one point where you get like this weird like square business card and on the back it has a name and you're just like who the hell is this and at a certain point that person walks through the thing and you can give it to them and be like Oh, we were watching or like whatever and they have like this cool like political intrigue thing like, oh this is so cool <laughs> oh, this is sweet but I don't know but I thought it was all very cool but yeah. I, mean, I, I guess there's 20 different endings so the, I did you, see that I got yeah. two of 20 or something yes. like that which was just yeah. a different way for your family to die yeah. a horrible death <laughs> yeah, that makes yeah sense. I mean, although it was funny did anybody else get the impression that the, the death scene well maybe I'm reading too much into it but to me it seems similar to like the Oregon Trail equivalent of when that happens because it's the same type. Okay, right. maybe it's not in the beta. I don't know. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Um, but I, I really kind of want that old. It's funny that it tickled that nostalgia bug or whatever for uh, for the Carmen San Diego games. Did you guys play this in school? When not really I played Where in the yeah. World's Carmen San Diego. Wait, what? No, I, I played. Where I, well, no. Oh, well, we, yeah. Yeah. Where in the War of the World's oh. Carmen San Diego? Yes. That's a game in the best. Sounds <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I think I played Where in the USA and Where in the World. Yeah, I played yeah. this. Yeah, but it had like that, Apple IIe. Right, yes. <laughs> but it had that same sort of... It, so much of it is so similar other than the fact that it's not an oppressive government regime. But well, it had that... Like, like, well, well, I guess I didn't really get that. Well, the, so the, the graphics are kind of the same. I mean... Papers, Please is simulated of that era. Yeah. It's the same style of graphics. From what oh. I remember of Carmen Sandiego, it was like that little, like you're looking through your little clues and you're like comparing pieces of paper and you're inspecting things. Yeah, I guess I guess this is, I can see that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I mean, Carmen Sandiego, my mind is so like very much green and black that it's oh, like I had the color one. I had the oh, color okay. One. So yeah, yeah. You, you were in more advanced technology than that. <laughs> we had four big <laughs> Uh, I mean, I mean, I, I had this sort of nostalgia for a different reason that, like, I I read so many Cold War uh, thrillers in mm-hmm. like you know when I was a kid that like it had this sort of like oh this is just exactly like you know like yeah. in this novel that I you know you know this John Lacar novel playing Carmen San Diego yeah <laughs> um, so I thought that was, that was that was really cool but, um, but so so black so since we're in spoilers what what happens at Black Bar in the end yeah uh, or, so, or tell well, tell us what your thoughts are well, that you didn't want to mention before for Black Bar. Um, but I don't find anything particular that I admitted for Blackwater. I mean, th- th- if you were curious how it ends, like basically, uh, you guys want to know how it ends? Or are you going to play through it? Play through? Nah, I don't know. All right, you can save am it. I, you I, can save it. It yeah. depends. I thought, I, I thought I, you I had something. I feel cheated out of my like $3 for like having All right, like, I, I won't spoil it. I thought, I thought you had some particular thing you wanted to address that was specifically spoiler. Right? It's quite possible I did. Okay. But I completely <laughs> forgot at this point. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, you know, it's, so we didn't really, I don't know if we really talked, we talked about is it, political but would you recommend the game to people 
I mean, so Papers, Please is, I think, well, Republic of Times, you can just play. Yeah, anyway, completely. Yeah. You just, no, just go do it right, right now. Whatever. No pause, yeah, the, yeah. pause the podcast for 30 <laughs> seconds, go play it, and you get a gist of what's going on. Papers, Please is interesting. Like, it, it's a little bit hard. Like, you have to be in the right mood, I think, yeah. to kind yeah, of I mean, play I mean, that's true. I mean, for me, like, uh, for uh, of, the, of the three, Papers, Please, I liked most, I, I liked it more in concept than in actual execution. Like, I find it very tedious to actually play. Um, and <laughs> because you're literally filing papers. It's yeah, I mean, and once I, I mean, give me tremendous respect for people who have to do this job, like the immigration yeah. people, like at airports. You know, a whole new perspective on them, and much greater respect for, for respect for what they do for their job. But it's so <laughs> tedious. It's not actually. <laughs> it, like, the actual most of the gameplay isn't actually any fun. It in some ways very much like Kerbal Space Program for me. <laughs> actually, I was thinking the same. Thing. Yes, not actually fun. I mean, there's elements like in between the majority of the gameplay that are cool, like you know, like when you have to make decisions about who you let through and stuff and there's these you know little bits that I like but the majority of the gameplay really not fun you know and and so that was I mean so I guess it gets, it gets you can play the beta I mean you can play the beta and you get a feel for whether you like it or not yeah. so there's no downside to that but if you had a if I had to tell someone like, well, they should pay twenty bucks to buy the real game, it was, uh, it was surprisingly expensive. I think it was like twenty five. Was it just twenty? No, okay. it was twenty. Um, but I, I have a hard time kind of recommending the game as a whole. Yeah. It, it's just so hard because like you just have to know. Usually, when you're recommending a game, you're like, "This is going to be fun." Yeah. You're like, uh, "Yeah, you're literally preventing somebody from living their life." Yeah, that's your game. And I, I actually do feel really similar about Kerbal Space Program and Papers Please, which is that the demos are both awesome. I am kind of like hesitant to actually shell out any money for them, though. You know what I mean? Where it's like, really for Kerbal? I think you're pretty excited about Kerbal. I really, I, I do like Kerbal so far, but it's like, well, well you, know, you get all that other now, stuff. Now, like now, now that I've played it enough to talk about it on the podcast, uh. you know, like I finished, <laughs> finished my homework. So it's like, well, you know, I might play every now and then again, but I don't know if I actually want to like you know well, cough, cough up the fifteen bucks for the full version of the game. Well, it's interesting because that one knowing, is active knowing, development. Well, knowing full well, I already paid forty bucks for SimCity and haven't really played it a whole lot since we talked about it on the podcast. I've, I've played so, it a lot, so. yeah. Well, I know, and I've yeah. played it some, but, like, you know, I don't know if I've played it $40 you know, <laughs> since we talked about it on the podcast, so I feel kind of guilty for, like, shelling out, like, 40 bucks for SimCity, and I've only played it, you know, for however many hours. I'm like, ah, I should probably squeeze another 40 bucks worth of value <laughs> for like, spending $10, $15 here, there, and all these other games. So, I don't know. I'm cheap. <laughs> That's what we've learned yeah. this episode. <laughs> but for, for Black Bar, I would totally recommend that if people like Word games. Yeah, you don't. You, if, that's that's if, a great. It's point. only like three dollars yeah. for a word game. It's a great three dollars. I mean, I got, I got, I, I don't know, maybe like five or six hours with it. Maybe maybe that's too much. But like, I got, I got a fair amount, quite a bit of time out of, of gameplay out of it. You and know, it's different than mo- it's not like crossword. You know, all those kind of word games are typically abstract uh, because you're not. There's no story. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which so I think that political stuff aside, it's a really nicely designed game, and it's just it flows really nicely. And it's like of of iPhone games that you're likely to run across, it's you know it's pretty well done. Oh, absolutely, it's yeah. very well done. Yeah, no, I, I, I think that the story aids the, like I said, the, the crossword puzzles because yeah. you can actually use your knowledge of the story to help solve the puzzles. Right. Yeah, whether that story like has any sort of political impact on you as a person, I'm kind of dubious. It didn't, it didn't really do anything for me, but it, you know, as as game aside from that, it was effective. I thought. Yeah, and it's. I mean, in fairness, you know, I don't know if if. They set out to make it a political game. I mean, that that's the story. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, mean, I, feel, I feel like a lot of the news coverage of it was like, oh, it's this like you know great commentary on like you know censorship, and I feel like it didn't have much to say censorship really. Like, it's like censorship commentary in like some you know alternate universe where things are <laughs> you know like you know much worse than they are you know yeah. in our, any of our lives. But it's not really much a commentary for us. I get that impression too from the coverage is that everyone who 
talks about it, writes about the game, talks about it in terms of being like a message about censorship. And I'd be I'm curious to hear the creator's opinion on whether or not they thought it was a huge message on censorship. But yeah, I didn't. I don't know. I, I think I think it, I don't know. I like I said, I've only played the game a little bit, so maybe it's not a terribly effective. But I mean, if, like, there's, if, there's a, if there's a message, it's like censorship is bad. <laughs> like I mean, it's nothing more Shocking. nuanced than that. <laughs> censorship is bad. <laughs> Um, versus the other two, like, I mean, I'm we're more on the side of, like, being more mess- political message mm. at, at the cost of maybe more fun gameplay. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think it's a success. Yeah. yeah. Um, <sighs> okay. Uh, I think that's a show. <laughs> yeah. All right. You're politicized. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. See you later. Uh, way, way back. Did we do... <laughs> did we do... What, what was the, yours again? Kerbal? You did a Kerbal, right? For sure? Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is this Episode week... Eight. No, 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 but it's not that one. Right. It's the, the original, the oh, front, front oh, one. Oh, 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 On this episode of Laurel's Right. Yeah. If it doesn't work, then Scott will just record over you. And this episode... No. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be great in, like, a, uh... Like a French accent or something. <laughs> it's like completely not your voice. Yeah. <laughs> you, you guys still need to watch Orsa Development. There's so many like there's so many perfect jokes well, that tie into these things. How many that, like, hours I am I investing for that though? There's only three seasons, and each episode's only twenty minutes long. God, it's math right there. Okay, but how many episodes per season? There are twenty-four in the first. Tw- no, twenty twenty. Well, there's twenty something in the first, eighteen in the second, and thirteen in the third. Actually, there's four seasons. And then 15 or so in the, fo- in the fourth? This is spiraling out of control. <laughs> <laughs> every every minute is worthwhile. <laughs> <laughs>